you know, realize that failure is not a sign that you're doing something wrong necessarily. Sometimes it's a necessary part of the journey. Thank you for tuning into another episode of the Quotes, Life, and Motivation Podcast with William H. Please rate and review the show, it helps us grow. You can email the show at quoteslikemotivation at gmail.com. Again, that's quoteslikemotivation at gmail.com. My idea may have failed, my project may have failed, the relationship may have failed, but I'm not a failure. Say that with me. My idea may have failed. My project may have failed, the relationship may have failed, but I'm not a failure. No matter how many times you you fail at something, it doesn't mean you're a failure. No matter no matter how many times or how many chances you take at something and you you wind up uh, not achieving what you went for or not accomplishing the goal that you set, you're still not a failure. You can fail a million times and still not be a failure. I failed so many times, and that's what I want to talk about today. Um, the idea that just because you failed at something doesn't mean that you're a failure. You know, there's lessons in our failures, there's lessons in not achieving that goal or not not reaching uh, the goal you set out and not not achieving every goal you set or not not accomplishing every goal that you set. There's there's a lesson in that. Um, and like I said, I failed so many times. I remember I can go back to college. I could just think about my senior year in college and I'm trying to figure out, you know, um, trying to figure out what I'm going to do as a career, right? What I'm going to do after I graduate from this place. I'm a senior, you know, 21 years old, trying to figure out what I'm going to do. And we had a, a career fair up at my school. And at the career fair, I remember I met a representative from 84 Lumber. And, you know, the meeting went well. And he told me, you know, when you graduate, give us a call. You know, we're looking for people just like you, you know, to be store managers um, in the Pittsburgh area. And so, you know, when I graduated, I gave him a call. I set up, you know, set up with I met up with the representatives. We had an interview, went through the interview process, felt like I did a great job, felt like I, I killed the interview. You know, felt like there was no doubt that I was getting this job. And long story short, they wind up passing and not, you know, not offer me the position. And, you know, it hurt me. It hurt me a little bit. I was uh, a little crushed because I didn't uh, understand, you know, what I did wrong in the interview or why I didn't get it. You know, and when you're that young, when you're 21, when you're, you know, fresh out of college, you just your your mindset is a little bit different. You feel like, you know, um, you could do anything right when you're young, fresh out of college. You feel like there's nothing that could come in your way and nothing that that you can uh, come up against that that can stop you. Right. It kind of stopped me in my tracks. Right. It kind of shook me a little bit, you know, to not get the job, you know. Um, But, you know, as a result of me not getting that job, I wound up a couple months later interviewing with Accenture and I wound up getting the job there, you know, um, you know, so if I would have got the job at 84 Lumber, I might not be in technology and tech. The job with 84 Lumber wasn't tech related. Right. And I wanted to work in tech, but I was willing to to do anything to make sure I had a, a, a decent job out of college. Right. I just wanted to make sure I had a job and was able to, uh, you know, pay bills and get my own place and all those type of things. But if I would have got that job with 84 Lumber, I may not have gotten that job with Accenture. I may not even interview for the job for Accenture. I might have not even been looking for uh, an opportunity with a tech company, right? So, you know, sometimes 
failures are there to teach us a lesson. Sometimes, you know, you think you're missing out on something, but really it could be a stepping stone or, you know, it could be something about, you know, maybe now is not the time for you to get that job or to get that position. Now is not the time for you to achieve that goal. Maybe it's about continuing to to work on it, continuing to to uh, better your skills and prepare yourself for when uh, the opportunity comes around that you really, really need or really, really want, you know. Don't look at failures as the end all be all. Look at it as an opportunity to learn. Um, look at it as an opportunity to learn, an opportunity to grow. Uh, another thing I can think about, you know, another area where I failed at initially was in real estate. When I first was interested in investing in real estate, um, I was looking into wholesaling. I don't know if you guys are familiar with wholesaling real estate, but it's the idea that you uh, buy a property that you know, needs a lot of work, basically like a property that needs to be rehabbed or you basically need to find what they tell you when you're a wholesaler is you need to find a motivated seller. Now, what's a motivated seller? A motivated seller is someone who needs to get rid of a property because of some reason. It could be because of a divorce, could be because of a death in a family, it could be because of um, a foreclosure or they're unable to pay their bills. So that's what they teach you, you know, as a wholesaler to find a motivated seller, uh, Get a property under contract and then you can resell the note on that property to someone else. Uh, so I tried my hand at wholesaling, you know, real estate when I first um, when I first started looking into real estate investing. I thought it was an easy way to get in, an easy way to to get started and cost a lot of money and so forth. Uh, but it was not for me, at the, especially at that time. Um, you know, I'm already not a people person, not uh, a person who likes to have small talk and long conversations about uh, randomness, right? Um, and wholesaling is a lot of that. Wholesaling is a lot of building rapport with uh, with motivated sellers, talking to them, understanding their situation, seeing how you can come in and help. And at that point, I didn't have the confidence uh, to be able to, to do that, right? To call up someone who's in a situation who needs assistance for me. I didn't feel like I had the expertise to, to provide the, the necessary um, the necessary help that they need. Right. I didn't feel like I had the the knowledge to do that. So because I didn't have the confidence, I was I was unsuccessful as a wholesaler. Right. And I was unsuccessful as in, in real estate investing, you know, and I was frustrated. I was disappointed, all those things. And, you know, I didn't come back into the idea of getting involved in real estate probably until five years later. Right. Because of my failure in the area of wholesaling. You know, it made me kind of turn me off of real estate, right? Because I lost money. I didn't really have any success wholesaling. So, you know, I really didn't think it was something, you know, that I could see myself doing, right? But years later, I wound up going back to real estate and getting into it. I wound up getting back into it as a buy and hold investor, right? Someone who buys a property and holds on to it and rents it out and lets the property appreciate. You know, they may make you know, makes make small repairs and things to the property, but keeps a tenant in the property that can pay the bills while the property is appreciating and you build your wealth over time that way. And I found that that was the best way for me to get into real estate, you know, and, you know, having been in it for five plus years now, I realized that it wasn't that real estate investing wasn't for me. It was that I was taking the wrong approach in the beginning. Right. And my approach was all wrong. And that caused me to lose money. That caused me to get frustrated. You know, um, and part of that is understanding who you are as a person and understanding your strengths and weaknesses. Um, but once I got a hold of my strengths and weaknesses and once I understood better um, the real estate space and the different avenues you could take to get involved in it, 
uh, I was able to be successful in it. And I am successful in it now because of my understanding of it and my knowledge increase and, you know, working with people and talking with people who um, are also buy and hold investors. And even those who um, are successful at things that I wasn't successful, some wholesalers who were successful and so forth, understanding their mindset. You know, like today, I feel like I could, um, if I wanted to, I feel like I could do wholesaling because I'm a different, I'm much more mature, I'm much more, I have a much better understanding of real estate now than I did, you know, 10 years ago when I first, uh, when I first tried wholesaling. I have a much better understanding of real estate. I have a better confidence in uh, my knowledge of real estate than I did starting out, you know, 10 years ago. So I say all this to say, just because you encounter a failure in this thing called life, just because you go through something and you're not successful at it, you're not 100% successful and it's not easy to you and, you know, you wind up failing at it, you know, realize that failure is not a sign that you're doing something wrong necessarily. Sometimes it's a necessary part of the journey. Just like failure is not a sign that you're doing something wrong, fear doesn't mean that you're doing something bad. And fear is not a sign that you're doing something bad. A lot of times fear is a sign that you're doing something bold. I like to look at it that way. You know, don't look at failure as something that you're doing bad. It's just a part of the journey. And don't look at fear as something you're doing bad. It's just you're doing something bold and something that's uncomfortable. And it's a normal part of the part of the journey, right? And both failure and fear make you, right? It's a struggle that makes you. Everybody gets everybody gets scared. Even incredibly successful people get scared. You're not going to outgrow. You're not going to outperform it. You know, when you realize that fear will always be with you and that failure will always be a part of the journey. You'll just do it scared and you won't allow a failure to to stop you in your tracks. You'll just say, OK, maybe I need to look at this another way or maybe I need to pause and, and you know, reevaluate what I'm doing here. And what can I learn from this and how can I get better? Right. And that's the whole part. Going back to the sober October journey, that's a whole part of the uh, that's a part of this thing as well. You know, um, that failure is a part of it. Or you might make a mistake. You might have a drink when you said you wasn't going to have a drink. But what did you learn about yourself in those situations when you gave into that drink? What did you learn about yourself when you didn't give in, when you said no, you know, and people were there and you were in the environment, you know, where everyone else was drinking and you chose not to drink? What did you gain? Right. It's about the journey. It's about learning who you are, learning what your your limits and learning what you can and cannot do. Um, committing to something and doing it, you know, commit, committing to something and failing at it as well. Right. What are you learning in the process? It's all part of the journey. Right. It's not just about not drinking. <laughs> it's so many it's so much more we can get from this thing. Right. And we're halfway through now, halfway through sober October, more than halfway through about two weeks left. Um, and it's been it's been amazing as it always been. And it's been a challenge, right? On those Friday nights and those Saturday nights when I wanted to have a drink or Saturday afternoon, you know, when I'm chilling, watching a football game and I want to have a drink and I have to stop myself and say, whoa, you don't need to have a drink. Just, you know, get something to eat, relax, get something to eat, get something, get a non-alcoholic beverage and relax and, and, you know, enjoy yourself. You don't need that alcohol to enjoy yourself, right? So that's all this whole life thing, man. It's all part of the journey. It's all about your perspective and how you look at things and about growing and becoming better. So what do you want to do? What are you doing this week to become better? What are you doing to challenge your, your, your fear and your failures? How can you change? How can you take a situation that you failed at and flip it into a success and look at it as just part of a normal part of the journey? 
Y'all have a good week. <laughs>